0: Vanetics, with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. An ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at UASPR.org. This episode is titled... Viewing reality through the eyes of redemption, the fruits of the spirit give spirit vision. Here is Neon Emerson Chase. How many of you have felt ashamed, really small,
1: inadequate, discouraged with your humanness and your imperfections in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> We have a lot in common, don't we? (laughs) We're dwarfs, aren't we? Bunch of dwarfs running around here. As most of you are aware of, I often use common, ordinary events of life to teach spiritual truths. Jesus did the same thing, and many other teachers, too. I also like to use people's stories, whether they're true or in fiction and film, to bring in higher lessons. I see how ordinary situations can become epiphanies if we have the spiritized minds to pull from those daily mundane events and lift them to a higher elevation of understanding. An epiphany is a realization or illumination of a higher meaning of reality as a result of a common event. Often, the living spiritual forces transform these everyday occurrences, our mistakes and errors, into epiphanies for us if—there's a big if—if we're open and have receptive minds to receive these situations as personal revelations, enhancing our spiritual growth and progress. I recently taped a movie for our library called Three Seasons. It is a beautiful film of hope and redemption, and I do want to use this film as a foundation to bring in higher teachings that Jesus also presented in his teaching at Tyre found in the Urantia book on pages 1,737 to 1,741. Has anyone yet seen that movie, Three Seasons? It's subtitled, most of it, it's uh, in Vietnamese. It's a very beautiful film, isn't it? It's simple, but it's so beautiful. What you, as ministers and change agents, are being trained to do is to take the common, those everyday occurrences in life, as well as works of art, whether they be literature, film, music, dance or pictures and turn them into epiphanies of expanded revelation, turning them into moments of teaching for others. And that's what I'm going to do with this film, Three Seasons. The film is set in Saigon, Vietnam, and involves the interweaving of eight people's lives, all of them seeking redemption in some manner. Redemption comes from the root word redeem, and redeem means to free from distress or harm, to free from captivity, to extricate from or help to overcome something detrimental, to release from blame or debt, to free from the consequences of sin, to change for the better to repair, to restore, to atone for, to offset the bad effect of, to exchange for something of value, to retrieve, to make worthwhile. I want to rephrase my question that I asked of you at the beginning of this teaching. How many of you feel the need to be redeemed? especially after hearing the definitions. I think our whole lives we spend that, our whole ascension process, not only on the evolutionary material worlds, but the 570 Marantza experiences we have in the spirit worlds. I think that we go through feeling the need to be redeemed, especially as our standards become higher and higher as to what is perfection. And even when we hit Havona, will still feel the need to be redeemed. In this movie, there are two characters who already feel redeemed to some extent, and they already have a sense of self-respect and assurance. They are a rickshaw driver and a farm girl who has come to the city to work. Both are looking for something even though they have the compassion and inner peace of people who have experienced redemption at some level. They have the self-respect that Jesus spoke of in his teaching at Tyre. This self-respect is not self-admiration. There's a real difference there. This is the self-respect that is always coordinate with the love and service of one's fellows. And I want to read that again. The self-respect that Jesus is talking about is always coordinate with the love and service of one's fellows. Jesus said that it was not possible to respect yourself more than you love your neighbor, that the one is the measure of the capacity for the other. What these two people are looking for in the movie, they're looking for someone who is special to love and to serve. The rickshaw driver finds it in a prostitute and the young farm girl finds it in a lonely embittered old man who used to be a handsome and successful poet before leprosy distorted his face and body and eventually his mind. Both the rickshaw driver and the peasant girl know that in order to continue in their redemption, they have to reach out to others in love. And both have an understanding that humans have many animal vestiges in them and are very messy, messy creatures and imperfect. But in spite of all of that, they have a love and a respect for all individuals that they interact with for they see what each individual person can become in their potential within God's personality circuitry. As Jesus said in his teaching at Tear, if you would be truly triumphant over the temptations of the lesser and lower nature, you must come to that place of spiritual advantage where you have really and truly developed an actual interest in and love for those higher and more idealistic forms of conduct which your mind is desirous of substituting for those lower and less idealistic habits of behavior that you recognize as temptation. You will, in this way, be delivered through spiritual transformation rather than the increasingly overburdened with the deceptive suppression of mortal desires. The old and inferior will be forgotten. And this morning you were talking about old ways and inferior ways maybe of perceiving situations and persons and reality. You're forgetting that and moving out of that because you move into the love for the new and the superior. Beauty is always triumphant over ugliness. In the hearts of all who are illuminated by the love of truth, there is mighty power in the expulsive energy of a new and sincere spiritual affection. And again, I say to you, be not overcome by evil, but rather overcome evil with good. These two people that I've been talking about in the movie, they lived in the midst of evil. And yet they were beacons of light, reflecting the beauty of a loving God. And they were not unhappy people. They were happy people. They had their times of seriousness, but they had joy and lightheartedness in their days. They were example for those people around them who were lost and desperate and they showed what those people around them could become. The prostitute at first thought that her redemption could be found in material wealth, in marrying a rich man who would scoop her out of her poverty and desperate living into the world of high rollers, all with all of its glitz and glamour. The rickshaw driver saw her as she really was, an ascending daughter of God, precious and beautiful, with much potential for self-respect and dignity. He did not see a cheap, tawdry, painted whore like most of the men saw. He saw a human being of worth and value. He looked at her through the eyes of Jesus, and in his patient perseverance with her, she too began to see herself as he saw her and underwent a transformation. She began to value higher things of eternal value rather than the materialistic things of a lower nature. In his teaching at Tyre, Jesus told his followers the following story. He told of a white lily which rears its pure and snowy head high into the sunshine, while its roots are grounded in the slime and muck of the darkened soil beneath. Likewise, said he, mortal individuals, while they have their roots of origin and being in the animal soil of human nature, they can by faith raise their spiritual nature up into the sunlight of heavenly truth and actually bear the noble fruits of the Spirit. The peasant girl's work was picking white lotus flowers out of the muck and mire of a muddy lake and selling them in the city. While picking the flowers, she was constantly drawn to the house in the middle of the lake where the poet lived as a recluse. She, at her level of an understanding of the truth, in Jesus' story of the lily, she had that understanding. <clears throat> like the lotus flowers whose roots are in slimy mud, but which grow into things of beauty, highly valued. Every human's destiny in God is to raise themselves out of the muck and mire of human selfishness, materialism, pride, and other evils into the beauty of unselfish love, high values, humility, and other fruits of the Spirit. The peasant girl reached out to the embittered old man who was wallowing in his own self-pity and gave him hope and redemption. For she saw not an ugly, dying, worthless old man, but a wise and gifted teacher who wrote poetry that brought beauty and lightness to the world. She, like the rickshaw driver, looked at people with the eyes of a loving creator. Thus, the reclusive poet was redeemed, and his last days were of quality, creativity, and dignity. Another character in the movie looking for redemption was an American Vietnam veteran. Twenty or 25 years later, after the Vietnam War, it's interesting, um, in Vietnam they refer to that war as the American War. Anyway, he was back in Saigon, looking for the daughter that he never met, and conceived in an affair with a Vietnamese woman. He knows that in order for him to feel redeemed of his irresponsible and wasted life, that he must reach out to one that he should be responsible for, his daughter. He knows that he must offer this daughter an opportunity to get out of her life of prostitution and poverty. He knows that he must invest himself unselfishly in another person. In order for him to be redeemed, the little street boy that's in this movie spends most of the movie time looking for his lost box of trinkets that he sells. Like so many others, his time is spent in pursuing materialistic things rather than that what is truly of value. In the end, After finally finding what he was looking for, he realizes that he wants even more. He wants the friendship of the little street girl who has been following him around and he's been basically ignoring. So this boy is redeemed by opening up his heart and his life to this younger child who needs some sort of family and protection. Thus he becomes... His sister's keeper. What Jesus tells us, humans looking for redemption, is do not become discouraged by the discovery that you are human. <laughs> human nature may tend toward evil, but it is not inherently sinful. Be not downcast by your failure wholly to forget some of your regrettable experiences. The mistakes which you fail to forget in time will be forgotten in eternity. Lighten your burdens of soul by speedily acquiring a long-distance view of your destiny, a universe expansion of your career. In other words, bring your perceptions into a higher reality. Make not the mistake of estimating the soul's worth by the imperfections of the mind or by the appetites of the body. Judge not the soul nor evaluate its destiny by the standard of a single unfortunate human episode. Your spiritual destiny is conditioned only by your spiritual longings and purposes. In other words, you too can be as those lotus flowers. Allow yourself to reach up and pull yourself up out of that muck and mire into the higher realities and become as a beautiful flower with that beautiful spiritual fragrance What individuals redeemed in the love of God realize is what Jesus taught. You are destined to live a narrow and mean life if you learn to love only those who love you. It's very easy to love those who are nice to you and adore you, isn't it? Sometimes that's not even easy. (laughs) I think we all... And laugh about that when living together, you know, in our homes with, with, with each other. And we really love each other, but sometimes it's not that easy. But human love may indeed be reciprocal, but divine love is outgoing in all its satisfaction seeking. Divine love is constantly giving out, giving out, whether there is any reciprocation or not. The less of love in any creature's nature, the greater the love need. And the more does divine love seek to satisfy such love, such need. So for those who have so little love in their lives, they are the most needy for God's love. Love is never self-seeking, and it cannot be self-bestowed. Divine love cannot be self-contained. It must be unselfishly bestowed. I'll close with some questions that Jesus asked the congregation at this teaching at Tyre. He said, As the days pass, every true believer becomes more skilled in alluring his or her fellows into the love of eternal truth. Are you more resourceful in revealing goodness to humanity today than you were yesterday? I'm going to ask that again. Are you more resourceful in revealing goodness to humanity today than you were yesterday? Are you a better righteousness recommender? I love that. Righteousness recommender this year, than you were last year. Are you becoming increasingly artistic in your technique of leading hungry souls into the spiritual kingdom? Are your ideals sufficiently high to ensure your eternal salvation while your ideas are so practical As to render you a useful citizen to function on earth in association with your mortal fellows. In other words, do you have the high ideals of spiritual understanding and yet can be a very practical person in this material world and be of use in serving others? Especially ask that question in how you're serving your family here and in your homes. Are we supposed to be meditating and praying all the time? Or is part of that meditation and prayer rolling up our sleeves and helping each other get through the day with all those mundane activities that we have to do? Have a good week.
0: Thank you. Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. An ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at UASPR.org.